Welcome to this Kingdom Faith Yorkshire podcast from the August Family Holiday. This talk is by Paul Abel. Now, uh, we called this August because it's in August, but because it's got us in August. And we knew that where God had been leading us and what God was saying to us, it was about us. It was about us as children, busy bees, youth, adults, but a church being a community together. Now, if you're a teenager right at this moment, I, want, I just want to grab your attention for a minute, because a friend of mine uh, who's been doing uh, some research for his MA, and one of the things he did was talk to 20-year-old adults and above, and he tracked down 20-year-olds that were no longer part of a church. And he was trying to research, why are you no longer part of a church? And the results that he got back quite surprised him. And then he found that other people had done the same thing and had got similar results. Because the overwhelming thing that came back wasn't that they particularly lost their love for Jesus. Many of them still kind of believed, but it got kind of disheartened on their own. But they said that when they became adults, they suddenly had to mix with people of all these different ages. And they didn't know how to. They said, well, I was, I was 18 and suddenly I was supposed to talk to 36-year-olds, or worse, 55-year-olds. Or 66-year-olds, Brian. I mean, that's pushing it, isn't it? <laughs> You're the only one that's got time for that. Anyway. (laughs) So when we do stuff like this, we do split up into groups because God can speak to us in our groups. But it's important that all of us, whatever age group we are, we try and make connections across our age groups so that we can learn to support one another. And and sometimes, I know, believe it or not, I was a teenager once. You can feel very remote, can't you, from everything else that happens. But actually, that is just part of what the enemy does to try and cut you off. And so, adults, children, everybody in this room, let's be determined to be us. That's why us is in every children's group name as well. Busy Bees, House of Heroes, and Combustion. It's all got us in the middle. I don't know what we were in here. Maybe we are just August. So we're all included. Now, I'm not going to teach for very long, but I want you to listen really, really carefully, especially House of Heroes, because I'm not going to give a children's talk. I'm just going to talk to us together, because we're going to do something in a minute that is one of the most amazing things you can do, and I want you to understand a little bit about it. It's one of the few things that Jesus said to his followers, do this to remember me. In fact, it's the ultimate, do this to remember me. So it's really, really important. And everybody in this room is welcome to join. Those who, it's really, it's for those who know that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior, but for some of our youngest ones, they're in your covenant as a family, and you can bring them too. 
And we're going to do it in a very unique way today because we're actually going to have a communion fire tunnel. And you children are going to be the first ministers if you're, say yes, and I hope you will, in the fire tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. And then any combustion crew, uh, Nathan was telling me you've been uh, anointing with oil. And I'd like you to come. We've not got oil this morning, but this is another way we pray for people to receive the Holy Spirit, to be anointed. So it'd be great to have some House of Heroes and Combustion, who are the first ministers. Any of the younger ones, parents, you can decide what's best for them. If you want them in your arms, or you want them to be part of it as individuals, because they can, that's fine. But, first of all, what is this meal? I want to just read to you from the Bible. This is uh, the Passion Translation, just to make it a little bit different. And uh, Paul is talking to the church in a place called Corinth. And their communion services haven't been going too well. We're not really going to go into that too much, but it's why he starts off. Now, on this next matter, I wish I could tell you you're doing really well, but I can't. (laughs) Now, why does he say that? Let's read on a little bit, because when you meet uh, together as a church family, it's doing more harm than good. Well, I don't think that's true of us lot, so we can drop that to one side, but there's still something I want us to get from what Paul says. They had a bigger problem than us. He goes on to say, I've been told many times that when you meet as a congregation, divisions and cliques emerge. And to some extent, this doesn't surprise me. (laughs) Differences of opinion are unavoidable. But they reveal which ones among you truly have God's approval or blessing or favor. Because they are the ones that show favor to others or grace. When all of your house churches gather as one church family, I didn't know house churches was in any translation, there you go. When all of your house churches gather as one family, you are not really properly celebrating the Lord's Supper. Oh, okay, so we want to find out, because we want to do it properly, this Lord's Supper, communion. It's all the same thing. Some churches even call it Eucharist. Eucharist just means thanksgiving, being thankful in Greek. For when it comes time to eat, ah, oh, here it goes, they were all having a meal together, or chocolate biscuits. For when it comes time to eat, some gobble down their food before anything is given to others. One's left hungry, and others even have too much to drink. Don't you realize that you're showing a superior attitude by humiliating those who have nothing? And you're trying to show con- you are showing contempt for God's beloved church. If you try to find my approval, you haven't got it. What's all the point of this? What Paul is trying to stress is that when you celebrate this, when you do this together, you're doing it together. Communion is not you having a bit of bread, having a cup of wine and meeting with God. It's actually the body meeting with God. Jesus didn't have an individual one-to-one with each disciple. It was at a meal together. 
And he said, this bread that we have here is to represent my body, which is broken for you. In fact, this is what Paul says. I hand down to you what came to me by direct revelation from the Lord himself. The same night in which he was betrayed, he took the bread and gave thanks. The same night he knew he was going to be betrayed, he said to the people sat in front of him and around him, let's make a new covenant of trust. They were all about to betray him. He knew they were about to betray him and abandon him. And he said, let's make a new covenant of trust now. Even though he knew they were going to break it very soon. Why? Because God doesn't allow his trust to be determined by your behavior. He's not controlled or manipulated by the way you act. Neither should we allow our trust to be determined by how others have let us down. Trust is something we have that we can give. Don't give it away by distrusting because of what someone else does. Trust is something you have to give. And amazingly, it's something God has and he gives to us, regardless of how you've let him down. Anyway, on that same night, which meant everybody is invited. How can we think that some people aren't invited when he's, when he's saying this to a group of people who are going to all fall away very soon? He took the bread, he gave it thanks, he distributed it to the disciples saying, take and eat, be satisfied, it's my body which is given for you. Do this to remember me. After, he took a cup of wine. We're going to use these silver cups. We're going to use this wine. It is non-alcoholic. We're not going to get the children drunk. And said, this cup seals the new covenant with my blood. Drink it, and wherever you drink it, that's an interesting thought. And we ever have a glass of wine with their meal. Whenever you drink it, whenever you drink it, remember me. Glass of wine with friends. Don't just think, oh, this is a nice Cabernet Sauvignon. Just think, Jesus died for me. Red or white, doesn't matter. Anyway, so what's the significance of what we're going to do now? Well, everything that God's done in us this weekend is going to be sealed by that wine. Every need that we've had met, are asking to be met, everything we've let go of in the different things that we've done in the different groups that we've heard already, when we eat that bread, we remember that that bread meets every single possible need we could ever have. Spiritually, physically, and mentally, we are healed, we are restored, all provision is there. His body was broken, which is why we break that bread. We break the bread to remember that Jesus was broken on the cross. We break that bread to remember that the curtain was broken in two. You did that, didn't you, House of Heroes? The curtain. 
to go through into the most holy place. Well, the bread is another symbol that says this is broken. Jesus' body was broken to allow you to meet with God. So what we're going to do, are you listening? Because you're going to be the important people in this. Well, we're all going to do it, but over here, we'll have a few people with the bread, and we'll line up from over here, ready to take the bread, go through the fire tunnel, and the people with the bread, and it, it could be you, so listen, <laughs> you can begin to go down the line just saying to people, this is the body of Jesus broken for you, or something similar. The words are not important, it's what we believe. Then... We'll have the fire tunnel. Now, if I could just borrow Georgie and Bella for a minute. If you come right over here. So what we do is a fire tunnel. If you stand there, Bella, facing that way. Uh, go back a few steps. No, backwards. Backwards, 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 backwards. Beep, 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 beep. Stop. Thank you. And you go there. Okay, and then we'll have other people standing next to them to make a tunnel. Now, they're short people, so don't hold hands or we won't get through. And everybody, the idea is, with a fire tunnel, is we're releasing the Holy Spirit. Okay, today and this morning, it is not a time for prophetic words. People need to hear from God, not you. We will hear from God, but we will hear from God directly, not because of prophetic words this morning. Okay, that's the whole point of this tunnel. All we do is you reach out to anybody that's going through, and you can just touch them on the arm or the shoulder, and you're just praying, be filled with the Holy Spirit, again and again over each person. Be filled, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Is that okay? Have you all got that down there? Be filled with the Holy Spirit, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And actually, it's quite important, especially in the context of all ages, that we follow that instruction just to put, touch somebody on the arm or on the shoulder. Okay, God's not going to give you a word that they've got a pain somewhere else that you need to touch them. Just their shoulder or their arm. If you don't want anybody to touch you, because some people hate that, and you still want to go through, do this. Okay, and that says, please don't touch me. That's why it's important. Some of the children might forget, but hopefully you can cope with that. And they will just do this. But really, laying on of hands is something God has given us to show impartation. Get rid of this. Oh, you can disappear if you like, or you can be first. Thank you, guys. That's very precise, Lauren. Thank you. Now, what you'll do is you'll go down the tunnel. You will get to the end of the initial tunnel where there will be some people with the wine. Now, dearest wine givers, once more, if those people stop and deeply contemplate, We'll just have a traffic jam. It's, this is the blood of Christ. Take it and go and then take your place on the other side of the communion 
as the fire tunnel will continue and will build from the blood. Okay, and just build on and go round the hall. So eventually, the children that were, and the teenagers and the workers with the children and teenagers that made that first initial tunnel will go through it as well. Okay? In fact, you're going to get a chance to, to eat some bread before you make the first bit of the tunnel. So. But stay there anyway. You're good markers. But the drinking of the wine is going to seal what God has done in you. It's his promise to you. There is power in the blood that you're walking back in. Okay? Now, some of you children, you might never have tasted anything like this. You might not like the actual taste. That doesn't matter. Just take a tiny little bit so that you know you've taken part. Okay? Now, before we do that, just to give you the opportunity to forget all those instructions, you could just sit down there for a minute if you like. Is there anybody else that wants to talk about something, give a testimony, a story, like we've heard some from the younger people, but it could be from any age, just something that God has done in you. And of course, <laughs> you could interpret it as bribery. Yeah, come on, is there anybody that could just say something of what God has done? Remember, like the children, stand pick up your mat, and go home. Something you've heard, something you've liked. Come on, Donna, lead the way. <laughs> yeah, what an amazing God we have. Um, I was listening to Jossie yesterday. And... Um, as thought it should be. <laughs> and uh, he was talking about going to the sea, and now he spoke to God through the sea. Um, and, yeah, God healed me from a repressed grief of 20 years. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it was That's just brilliant. amazing. Yeah, awesome. God, Thank you, Donna. Oh. Somebody else, quick, 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 run to the front, not sit there being politely Englishy Christian. You were the one coming. I meant the others. <laughs> um, yeah, one of our prayers really for Kingdom Faith Yorkshire when we came to this camp was to get together, as, or to know each other better as a family, uh, and that towards our extended family. And from the 830s that we've been having all, all week, uh, there's a couple of our extended family that came to me, and they just said uh, they come to our conferences all the time. But this week has just been so special for them to get to know us more as a family. So. Praise God. That's awesome. Praise God. Come on, quick, quick, quick. Oh, Kiri, I love you. Thank you. I would say when I was in um, House of Heroes, it was an amazing time, confidence booster for myself. So I'm kind of up here now because I would never do this. Can't <laughs> awesome. Um, but Sokora had an amazing word because she drew on a piece of paper an unhappy face with smiley faces around her and then she went to the next station and got a happy ball I can't talk, really bad um, she got a happy ball and it cheered her up straight away I said that was a message from God that he wants you to be happy he doesn't want you to be the unhappy face with everyone around you um, 
But yeah, it's That's been amazing. Great. Amen. Thank you so much. Did you take a job? Oh, you did. I got my bus pass last week. <laughs> and you do lots of work for the Lord through your life, and it's time to pack it up. Well, I'm not. Yay! Josh, thank you. Before we came here, I prayed for Samuel that he wouldn't get another wasting, and he didn't get a wasting. Oh. Okay, so I found camping really difficult in the first day. Um, and so you've never camped before, have you? No, and um, I find change really hard at times. But God's really shown me something over the weekend, and I'm just so blessed and happy to be here with my amazing church family. Thank you so much to everyone who's helped me. And oh, thank you, Jesus, wonderful. for all you've done. <laughs> you got to say something, though. At camp, it's nice to push your dad to sleep. Have a nice sleep in a sleeping bag. Oops. Praise God for sleeping bags. I prayed that we could go on a holiday, and we did, to Butlins. <laughs> now, they are supposed to be about August. I got a picture from God saying that peace would come soon, but not through a very nice, gentle way, through something very bad. And in the Bible, it says that Jesus would start war, beat the devil, and there will just be happiness. And so it might just prophesy that coming very soon. Amen. Okay. Do you want a bus? I know, he didn't do it for the biscuit. I didn't want to get bit by a mosquito, and I didn't. Oh, got stung by a wasp, and I helped put the tent back. I'm just going to say, and a child will lead the way. Well, I thought I wasn't going to get any visions from God because I wasn't going to concentrate or anything like that, but I got lots. Oh, man, that's good. When I was in House of Heroes, I prayed for my mum and dad that yesterday when they went to Amsterdam for the day to have a nice time. Oh, man, that's a good prayer. Um, it's just been an amazing time to be away with the church family this weekend. Um, like, as life gets busy, sometimes you feel, I really felt like 
um, just not great feelings and like a bit disconnected because I've not been at church for a while because of my job and I can't just I just want to say like it's just been the most amazing time to just get away with God but also to be with his people and to have oh, leave God. the room and then people just reaffirm what God's been saying to me and like through words and just words of encouragement and it's just been amazing to be together more than anything so yeah it's just awesome praise God We, well, me and my school went on a trip, played our farm. That's nice. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> um, Gabriel, uh, Gabriel got stung by a wasp, and I was praying for him to get better, and he did. Oh, man. Uh, two really quick things. When we sat during the worship this morning, uh, I believe that God showed me something really simple. That is, this is our first August, isn't it? Is that correct? That this will get bigger and better because of what Jesus has done at our first August. The second thing was this. I had the privilege and honour and blessing of uh, speaking the word to the youth combustion on Thursday. I had to go back to work to the surf shop when we finished. Anyway, um, I spoke on Psalm 23. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And as I was preparing this simple word, God spoke to me and said, you can, you can live under two shadows, the shadow of fear or the shadow of the Almighty. And as we spoke this word to the youth, God broke something in me, in our family, that freedom, that uh, living under the shadow also of Psalm 91. Go home and read Psalm 91. You know, when God gives you a word and it's God speaking to you while you speak to the youth. And on that night, as Kay said, we saw six young people give their lives to Jesus and I can't remember how many youth it was rededicate their lives back to the Lord, living under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. 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 Everyone loves Jesus. You love Jesus? Oh, that's a good thing to say. I think you need a chuckle at this. I pray so everyone has a nice travel. Amen, yes. Go for that one. Um, when we were in um, House of Heroes, I had a good time, and it was um, really good, and um, I had um, good new friends. And That's really great. Thank you for that. Praise God. Gabriel. Some of you may know that I was stung and traumatised by a wasp, <laughs> and now the stinging pain is actually starting to get better. Amen. Praise God. Hey, so the last three then. Uh, you prayed for me because um, uh, I, inherit, I inherited um, a disorder in my eyes. Um, and I went to the opticians about four months ago. And um, uh, my left eye has deteriorated, had deteriorated. And... Um, I've just been believing that God would heal it and correct it so that they would both be the same again. And um, when they prayed for me, I felt a burning, not just in one eye, but both eyes. And when I closed one eye this morning, when I was looking at Pastor Paul, um, normally this eye would be fuzzy, but it wasn't, it was clear. Oh, um, man. Um, 
Ian will tell you that my short vision's not brilliant. <laughs> and um, I have actually been really f- quite frightened about driving and I was think- contemplating quitting. Um, um, but yesterday, I just felt such a freedom. We drove to Scarth Falls and had some... <laughs> Um, to have some time together because we rarely have time together and um, everything was just so clear um, and I just I just felt such a freedom that actually no don't quit just keep going um, and I'm booking an, op- an optician's appointment this week because I'm believing in faith that God has changed things Amen Yeah firstly I just uh I really wanted to come up and encourage you guys. Thank you so much for um, letting us, me, Matilda and Sarah, be part of us uh, as, the, as the family, as Denise and Adrian's um, son and daughter. We're definitely part of um, us. Yeah, and we just thank <laughs> And I just want it. thank you. It's such a privilege to be here today. Um, you guys, you prayed for us when we were in infertility. You stood with us. You fought for us in heavenly places. And we stand here today, part of us. With, uh, with Matilda, a year in. A year into God's miracle. And that is... The encouraging thing for me, Sarah, is we've gone around and we've been meeting people and they go, we've been praying, we've prayed for you, we prayed for Matilda. And the secret battle's happening in heavenly places and you guys have been fighting for us and some of you don't even know us. And that means a lot. So I want to encourage you, keep fighting because God will move and he continues to move. He has a plan and a promise for you as a community and he will do what he says he's going to do. Amen. Amen. Thank you. This is my fourth camp, I think. Oh, Counting Faith Camp. Yeah. yeah. And I think I found a revelation and a purpose at God. And this morning I went up to the prayer room and I just randomly opened up <coughs> and read out a few passages like that. And then the last one was, the Lord is my shepherd, I have that I need. And then Claire said, I bet you didn't know that they were teaching that in the um, heroes and the um, thing. I said, no, it was just something God put me on that page. Amen. Well, in fact, what you also don't know is that when we, uh, when Alex and I met yesterday to talk about what we're doing, uh, when the fire tunnel begins, the song we're going to use is the special the song they've been using in combustion, uh, which is all based on Psalm 23. Because <laughs> we wanted to use a song that combustion have been using a lot. So you might not know it, but we'll soon know it. So it's not going to be a normal fire tunnel. We're actually not going to purposely today not ramp up the music. Sometimes some of our fire tunnels have been like, rah. Actually, this one... 
is going to be a quiet acceptance of what the Lord has done because we are standing up, we're picking up our mats, and then we are literally going home. Okay? So, um, let's go over this side. Uh, Donna, oh, oh, you'll probably want to be with your And we should have, of course, um, Bella and Georgie at the front because they were our front people. That's it. Awesome. So if you sort of go around the back, I know you, that's, I didn't say that, but from now on, if, you, if we just go around the back, and then, because the fire tunnel will then grow this way. And when you take that wine, it seals everything that God has done. Amen. is my shepherd He goes before me Defender behind me I won't fear I'm filled with Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash Yorkshire.